Hello and welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Cannon, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. would love to gift you my Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power. And you can get that free at sensitivesoulguide.com. And by the way, we do have Light Medicine community on Circle, sort of like Facebook without the you know, sponsorship stuff. So we're having a lot of fun there. We have monthly mini healings and, you know, a lot of love and support there. So please join us there as well in the light medicine community. Now today I have a very special guest. She's actually uh, one of the teachers of one of my besties, Kathy Homer, um, who lives close to me. And uh, Sherry Edwards is well known for her amazing work on bioacoustics and how the voice, in fact, your voice print can actually share a lot of information about where you're at, where you are in your healing, perhaps what needs to heal next. Kind of interesting. So let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. She's renowned as the 2001 Scientist of the Year in Bioacoustic Biology by the International Association of New Science. Um, she is a unique figure straddling the realms of science and esotericism. Oh, was, I didn't know that was a word. <laughs> Uh, recognizes pioneer in vocal profiling through bioacoustic biology. She explores the voice as a holographic representation of the body, which is so interesting, offering groundbreaking insights into medical applications. Awarded the Scientist of the Year by New Frontiers of Science, Edwards, a faculty emeritus at Capital University of Integrative Medicine, boasts over 30 years of bioacoustic research. Uh, she envisions a future where individual identification and well-being hinge on frequency-based biomarkers. At the Institute of Bioacoustic Biology, she demonstrates that mastering these frequencies through mind management or programmable remote control is plausible. Leveraging local profiling, Edwards addresses emotional and physiological issues, discovering common vocal anomalies among individuals with shared traumas. So we're going to talk about that today. By marrying ancient wisdom with modern harmonics and frequency theory, she establishes a mathematical foundation for predictive, diagnostic, and curative wellness. Through brain frequency entrainment, um, Cherry envisions programming the body using low-frequency sound presentation to support optimal form and function. So, Sherry, thank you so much for being on the show today. We're so excited to talk, chat with you. It's an absolute honor. Thank you for having me. Yay, yay, yay. So we would love to know what is your history? Because it's, I think, very, very interesting. How did you figure this out? Like the voice being kind of like that, that printout, if you will, of what's going on inside of us. When I was on tour and speaking to a lot of doctors, I would often say to them, any of you who do not have an energy body, would you please leave? And of course, <laughs> If they got them left, they had to admit they had energy body to animate them. So uh -huh. it really stuck with them that they have an energy body. And that's, I think, where this is all coming from uh, or where it's really going. And what started all of it is I'm a mutant. I have a mutated ears and a mutated voice. And I think that comes from my being very lucky in that mm -hmm. I was raised in Appalachia. We had no electricity, no running water, no extra sounds. And my ears developed differently mm -hmm. and my voice developed differently. My voice can create pure tones 
and my ears can hear the otoacoustic emission that's coming out of your ears that John Hopkins University uh, really proved that there was a sound coming out of your ears. And I think in ancient times, everybody could hear that because we didn't have TV and radio and G5s or whatever that stuff is. And we could hear each other's signature, our mathematical signature, because our brain runs on frequencies and goes through all our neural network and creates a matrix of frequencies that keep us in stasis and keep us well. And I had this talent. I could vocalize things and people's headaches would go away. I don't remember ever not hearing the sounds, but it sort of developed on its own and I just been trying to keep up <laughs> because wow. here is hearing some of the sounds and singing it and singing it as a pure tone, as a, um, analog sound and according to Robert O. Becker the body perceives and heals itself in analog fashion mm. so I was giving people a sound they were in training to the sound and their headaches would go away or their high blood pressure or stopping blood was one of them that we did early on but I began to computerize it and wrote textbooks about it started teaching people about it because I really think this is ancient and it belongs to everybody and I want it to be available that when you go home tonight and you say hello house I'm home and your house says oh you need some vitamin A I'll make some carrot soup so I think that's possible that we can get to that point of self-health and so that's why we give away a lot of our classes and software to the public just to get them started. I think our future depends on it. Wow, that's great. And that's very generous of you. Um, it, it, it's very interesting how you grew up. Like that, like a, that ability is based on, um, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's genetic or it's not genetic, but it sounds like your environment really helped you hone some of those abilities, the voice abilities, the hearing abilities. And I really did not know that there's actually sound coming out of our ears. Like I'm thinking about the stuff coming in to the ears all the time. So that's fascinating. Well, it is a two-way street out your mouth, in your ear. And this is how we program ourselves. This mm. is where somebody out there is saying, you know, tell yourself this is it and you'll move toward that. You'll self-program it. And if you keep that energy clear and clean with just white light, you can do it on your own with just white light thinking from the core of yourself. Think of this white light moving out toward every part of your being. You clean out all the garbage that's in there from all the oughts and shoulds and pollution and stuff that people are telling you and lying to you and being mean. Uh, in our society today, I feel like our political people are moving back toward animalistic views that whoever's the biggest and the meanest gets to be the person in charge. And they forget about loving and empathy and really caring about somebody from the inside out. And so I want to help people get back to that point where their energy stays clear and clean so they can in turn stay healthy and motivated and loving and 
time for their fellow man. Mm, that's so beautiful. That's, that's my wish for the world. That's beautiful. Well, you know, it almost boggles my mind to think that you can computerize a talent and a gift like that. So can you share a little bit about how, how does that work? Well, we didn't know we could computerize it. I was doing all the work um, just with my voice, listening to it, looking on a computer to see what the sound was and relating it to what their complaint was. Mm. And one of the ladies was a piano teacher and she had this little machine that uh, she was looking at the notes that I was singing. And she said, do you know that the notes that you're singing are the notes that are missing from that person's voice? And so we started looking at it that way. This stuff just built itself. Mm. Um, there was never a plan. And I've just been running, trying to catch up and, and keep up with what's going on from the very beginning when I was just singing to people to now where it's all online and people can go give a vocal print and say, I want to know why I have migraines. And you push a button and it sends you a report. So we've computerized it to make it easy. And for math phobics, because a lot of it is just math. It's totally math. Math as medicine, if I'm allowed to say that. So <laughs> we can look at high blood pressure and maybe somebody has high blood. There's 20, probably 20 different ways to have high blood pressure. But if we can look at your math and look at your vasopressin and look at the other things that creates high blood pressure, we can hone in and find the root cause of what's going on and we can know what the frequencies are that are good for you. That's one of the greatest things about what we do. Through your own voice, we individuate what you need. And so I can't take uh, Susie's voice over here that has a migraine and say, well, that will work for you. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. It's not just a series equals this. It tells us what you need for your migraine or your high blood pressure. And we want everybody to have that. There's several companies that have filed patents on my work. And I've gotten in touch with them and I've said, you do this and you start um, stabbing people with these high costs. I'm going to give it all away. So you'll never make any money on it. So back off. So that's <laughs> what I did. Well, we had so many people trying to take it and we ended up suing them in court. And the only person that won that was the attorneys. So I decided I was not going to spend any more money in court. I was just going to stay ahead. So mm. that's why anything that comes up new, we try to um, look at it and break it down. My husband and I just had some kind of flu. And we could compare our voices and find out that a lack of potassium in this case really was one of the um, faults uh, in our bodies that was happening and why it led to our uh, body being susceptible to getting this kind of flu. And so I wrote it all up and I pass it out to our practitioners and then they can watch their community or we teach it to people. They can watch their family and see what's going on and know by the frequency what it correlates to and protect themselves so that nobody gets sick. Sick people can't fight. Sick people don't, don't feel good. They don't talk back. 
I would like to see everybody have optimal form and function and get on with their life and their career and their vision of what they want for themselves. And it's all through frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for people to be able to make real choices as opposed to default choices because mm-hmm. they don't feel good. So they're just going to follow the status quo because they don't have any energy to do anything else. Um, so it's very empowering uh, to be able to to use frequency. And thank you so much for your work and being able to give so much for free. And by the way, if you're watching this or listening to this on the podcast, uh, we are going to put show notes and links below so you can check out Sherry's work and some of her websites and where you can actually submit your voice print for free as well and get an initial analysis. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Um, so Sherry, I'm just curious, uh, have you gotten any pushback aside from people trying to patent your work? pushback and the people calling me names that kind of thing <laughs> yeah something like that um well we've gotten some pushback and people saying i they invented this and when we looked at it they were in diapers when i was putting it out to the public um one of the things i think i thought i needed a degree to do this mm. but i really didn't learn any more about it in school than i already knew and ending up teaching it for people. My advanced degrees are in curriculum and instruction. So that's why I created the textbooks and the software and tried to make it simple enough for everybody to be able to use it. Think about, is frequency our new medicine or an ancient mystery revealed? I think Mm. it's both. I think frequency was used in ancient times with the voice and singing and chanting. and giving people back frequencies that way, clearing their energy, making white light something that is a combination of all color and there in turn a combination of all sound because um, frequency is light, it's color, it's emotion, it's biochemistry, it's just the octave that it's in. And over all these years, we have been able to create what octave Uh, of music or sound will facilitate a weak and strong muscles. So if you have a a 20 cycles per second, which is a great sound to listen to, it's a note of E, you can listen to 20, 10, half of that, and you're looking at emotions, half of that, five, you're looking at biochemistry. So as we look at all of these frequencies and what they really mean, Somebody just came to the door. (laughs) I hope you can cut that out. So we figured out what is the frequencies for your eye structure, your eye proteins, your eye um, tendons and ligaments. So we figured all that out. It's not just the frequency. It is how the frequency is put together and how it's presented to the person that are you going to get well now or is it going to be six months from now? For some people, for pain, I'll give you a good example. I just remembered brown recluse spider bites. We have a frequency for brown recluse spider bites, but it has to be within one one hundredth of a frequency before it'll take the pain away. So everybody's individual and thank God or our maker 
that everybody's individual. And that makes the difference of whether you're going to get well in two years or two days. Mm. Wow. That's very interesting. Um, so this, you mentioned earlier about the, the frequency delivery to some degree to help our bodies um, should be analog, not digital, yet everyone has a smartphone, right? And, and analog is going away if not completely gone. So how, how, is, how, how does all that work? Robert O. Becker, MD, wrote a book called Cross Currents, and it's all about the electrical fields in the body. And he says the body perceives and heals itself in analog fashion. Now, you and I talking in a room together, that's analog. You and I talking over the phone is digital, and it's an approximation. And digital is great for killing any kind of viruses or pathogens because it's on, off, on, off. And that really disturbs the critters. But if we want to reconstitute a cornea in the eye or a thigh muscle, we need analog because that's the way the body perceives it. Now, somebody could argue with that, that you speak, my ear hears it, it digitizes it, it sends it to the brain and digitizes it again. But when you look at the analog, that analog is... Um, continuous. It's not an approximation. Maybe I could do a little demo here. When you look at digital, it kind of sounds like <laughs> sorry, on off. That analog is a very smooth. And we just found through the years that the analog can reconstitute body parts, but the digital is actually a killer sound that kills virus and pathogens and bacteria critters. So it depends on what people present to us, what is really going on with it and how we give the sound back. We can turn on and off a gene by just how the um, frequencies are presented. So it's much more than just the frequencies of your voice. What's there, what's you have too much of. It's how the sound is given back to you, how it entrains your brain, and how your brain, through that recurrent laryngeal nerves, really keeps your body in stasis. So that's what we're going for, to find the specific frequency for every person and every um, issue that they're presenting, and then to give them back the sound to cause their body to heal itself. Mm, that is really neat. Well, you know, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, Jeffrey Thompson's work. Um, he is uh, Scientific Sounds, I think is the, the name of his, uh, used to be called Center for Neuro something something Research. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. So I, I did some training with him and was very fascinated um, by you know, he was like, if you can balance the brain, then all other systems, because he, he, he knew which frequency would move which bone, right? He was a chiropractor. Um, and um, his bio-tuning uh, process, which I did go through, literally has a sing, personally sing, like, you know, um, and they figure out through heart rate variability, which of those notes it only goes to, you know, a hundred, 
partitions for each node. So I'm like F plus 27. So that's my signature. And if so we were to sing Virgo? it. Are you a Virgo? Are you a Virgo? No, although, you know, my, my, um, I'm supposedly Aquarian, except that, uh, when you reset based on 13 months, I should actually be Capricornus. So I don't know anything about Capricornus. <laughs> so that, so it's like it's feeding us back the same tone with us singing it with, you know, um, he does other you know, techie stuff to off tune it so we can have a delta version, a theta version, and yada, yada, yada to help the body heal itself. It's a um, different but similar idea about that uh, impactfulness of the, the our, you know, um, the frequency. Now, what you're saying is complementary uh, in that, like, what he was working is like there's one tone in the universe that is us. And, and then we sing it back to ourselves, right? And what you're saying is that, hey, you know, me, you may have some things missing in your biology and frequencies missing, and we're going to fill in the gaps so you can get back to balance. So it's like complementary to some of the things that that he is doing. Go back to the whole W-H-O-L-E, so that you're all there. Yeah. Yeah, that is fascinating. Well, okay, and here's the thing. Okay, you mentioned about potassium. Now, uh, in my work, the Topican Healing Method, for example, uh, sometimes I'll give you an actual example. So one day I might have a spasm, you know, a spasm in my uh, calf muscle. And I know just based on, you know, experience, oh, I should check if I'm assimilating, utilizing, absorbing, uh, distributing, concentrating minerals properly. And I can very, very quickly within seconds can figure out, oh, Okay, potassium. Here's the thing. I ask special questions. So I'll ask, you know, is the potassium processing properly? And if the answer is no, then I can go with muscle testing. And then it's just, well, is it the problem with absorption? Is it the problem with this? this, 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 this. So then I get, yeah, again, within seconds, oh, I'm having difficulty assimilating potassium. Then there may have maybe something I need to know spiritually or uh, sometimes it's it's a what I call an ascension upgrade, <laughs> and there's just a little glitch in the system. And once we make that correction, um, you can call it scalar, whatever. We make that correction, and then immediately I'm able to process potassium. So it's not like I'm missing potassium per se because it's there, but I'm not able to actually process it. So I'm just curious in terms of your example. Would that be more of a, you're actually missing it in the body or you have it in the body, but you just can't like deal with it. You don't know what to do with it for whatever reason. You know, some of the math pieces are gone. It's unbalanced. Some of its sister components may not be there. Think about in the beginning when uh, Pythagoras was looking at the movements of the planets and he wrote the scales. Scales are in there 432. Okay. Right. Matt, he was really saying the planets are in concentric orbits and the sounds of those planets moving is affecting us. So along came Kepler and said, no, the planet's orbits are elliptical. And there's a different mathematical set of principles. Now, if you go back and look at it, Pythagoras principles deal with the body, the structure, the the bones, the meat, and Kepler's frequency base deals with biochemistry. And Kepler says, and Pythagoras too, no matter what is going on with the movements of the planets, 
they're making a sound and our soul hears the sound and that's the way we were created. And once we get in tune with that sound, we come in tune with our environment, we become in tune with the people around us and we feel more holy, W-H-O-L-E and H-O-L-Y. So we are in tune with what's going on around us and we don't get sick and we handle stress better. So the goal of getting in tune with your own sounds and the sounds around you, I think will lead to ascension because if you are neither positive nor negatively charged, you'll just spontaneously combust because you're so in tune and perfect with your environment. So it's been here for a long, long time and it's about frequencies. And if you really look at it, if we can respond to frequencies that way and give you a frequency to make your bone heal quicker and make you stronger, then we're on the edge of humans being very robotic because we can control them through frequency. Well, that probably triggers some fear in some people (laughs) because there's a lot of fear around AI. There's a lot of fear around um, just in the world around uh, being controlled, you know, like somebody else having a remote control and somehow like causing our biology to be a certain way or even, you know, uh, exploding, you know, and ourselves. Now, of course, we we continue living past our bodies. But the point is, is that people are still fearful of what they see on TV. So what are your thoughts on on that kind of uh, dangerous, dangerousness of using this kind of technology? We have figured out how to make the antidotes to the math, like noise canceling headsets. But people who run the cartoon The Simpsons got in touch with me and they wanted a frequency that would cause people to crap their pants. They were going to call it the brown sound and they really made an episode about it. They wanted it as crowd control. And the greatness about this is it the control of your bow is C sharp. But there are like a hundred different values of C sharp. And so there isn't one value that's going to do it for everybody. And thank our maker that we are individual. Our voices are individual. And that's what's going to make it different and hard to control because they can't use one sound to make everybody crap their pants. Hmm. Well, that's interesting because I I think Dr. Thompson had mentioned that you know, we, we have these kinetic wars that are very violent, right? That, that shooting guns and things like that. He says, well, honestly, if you blare out the particular frequency to make everybody crap their pants, you would probably stop the war, <laughs> right? You know, to be able to, to do that. Yet, uh, I, I can't imagine the technology isn't already, you know, either being patented, used, hidden, whatever, by the military, secret military, whoever it is. Um, we do know, like I have some friends that were part of the Freedom Convoy in Canada. Um, uh, there seems to be, at least anecdotally, that some seem to have radiation burns of some sort, like like there was a something beaming into the crowd. Now maybe that's just conspiracy theory, but there were definitely some photos of who knows where they got it um, of of these you know, military looking machines with these big 
things, satellite, not satellite dishes, but, you know, that look like they're aiming, you know, they could aim at a crowd. So, uh, I mean, even if that didn't happen there, I'm sure that technology exists. So um, just curious if you're aware of that kind of stuff going on. I'm not aware of it, but if we have two or three people who have the same thing, we can use their voice to figure out what the problem is and what the antidote is. That's these new flus that are coming around. My husband and I, I told you, we both had the flu. And because we both had the same set of frequencies and the same architecture in the wow. vocal print, we were able to figure out quite quickly what the antidote would be. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's that's super interesting because um, I observe just uh, patterns going on, you know, with my students in the world, that kind of thing. And it'll be, you know, it'll be curious to me. Sometimes it coincides with certain times of the year, certain celebrations, um, certain things where people, the spiritual people might be like, oh, it's Lionsgate or, oh, it's, you know, this amazing astrological thing. Right. And then people have a whole bunch of symptoms and are down for the count. And at times, maybe it is something very beneficial. It's an opening. And sometimes when we evolve, sometimes there is a destabilization, understandably. You know, our bodies have to kind of get with the program, the new program. I get that. But other times, you know, that I've tested for what it's worth, whether it's true or not, I can't prove that it is literally purposeful to counteract whatever benefit that this, you know, thing is supposed to happen. Um, so we literally have to go and do some rescue missions where we neutralize those things. Um, we look at all the frequencies that are coming at our planet. And I write a, a, a monthly column called a keynote. Mm -hmm. And these frequencies can be correlated. Like um, in February, a lot of heart issues came up. In April, a lot of immune nose system frequencies come up. So the article that I write is in Masters of Health magazine, and it'll give you a month prior what is going to happen. Is it your golf swing that's going to be bad? Or is your vision going to go? It'll tell you what frequencies are bombarding us. And we originally got that idea because NASA keeps track of all of those frequencies. And we started putting correlations together of what was going on. And looking at Pythagorean um, math, if we be, just begin to look at starting at the node of C, mm -hmm. it's hemoglobin. And then it brings in chlorophyll, and then it brings in respiration. So you can see how this math begins to create us and create our systems that have to work together to keep us well. And that how do you know works. ahead of time what's going to happen? Because the frequencies are consistent on a yearly basis based on the rotation of the earth. Oh, I see. I see. So putting all of this esoteric information together and coming up, well, it's like a new astrology. Hmm. It, the math is there but we're bringing in the correlations of what that math might mean, where you're going to be attracted to, to carrots or um, Aquarius people, or really what is <laughs> going on? What do you have missing 
that you want to fulfill you? What do you have too much in your body that you want to get away from? And that's where the voice expresses that through the recurrent laryngeal nerve. It expresses through the vocal cords what your body is doing, how well balanced it is. And on our program, Sound Health Portal, you can go in and look at your voice and see, I have too much D today, so my liver is going to be a little sluggish. I have too much E, my um, lungs may not be working right. And that's all the literature that we provide to people, all these charts to show them what's going to happen, just based on 40 years of research we've been doing and looking at people's vocal prints. Mm, so it's like these uh, these annual and then cosmic astrological uh, trends that, yes. that go on. And it's funny because it, it does not completely, obviously, but it does kind of coincide with some, you know, ancient principles like Chinese medicine, things like that, the change of season, right? And and things that happen. It's so funny that February tends to be heart month for like the average person, right? Like they, oh, the heart association is heart month. It's February because it's Valentine's Day, you know, and they do a lot of marketing related to that. But I think it's very curious that trending is actually vibrationally trending what you, you know, what you just said. Not only the time of the year, but we had Dr. Russ Rudy came to us and he had been in a car accident and it, hurt his little finger to the point where he couldn't bend it mm-hmm. and once the computer was looking at it we got the frequencies and this is on film and people couldn't watch it on our site he could bend that little finger but the computer came up and said troponin troponin is an issue and troponin is a protein that says the heart's in stress mm-hmm. i said did your um airbag explode and he said, yes. And I said, did it check your troponin? He said, well, no. I said, have him check it because there's something there. And sure enough, there was. They just didn't catch it in the emergency room. So the body gives you those signals. And by way of your muscles, it can give you what's weak or strong within about three months before it happens. So it would be a really good way to keep your players off the bench by seeing what is going to be weak or going to be too strong that could cause trauma Ah, okay so there seems to be like these these trends and what you're saying too is with our voice print that it can be customized yes yes so that our certain people are going to be susceptible to certain things like you said we're all individuals and what i was hearing and maybe just correct me if i'm wrong if i if i understood it correctly was that you know, the whole figuring, uh, fear or triggering about how we can be controlled as, you know, remote control zombies, uh, (laughs) is that it's pretty challenging because everyone's made individually indifferent. So it's not like one size fits all. Like, thank goodness that we have been created very individually. If not, uh, it would probably been taken over a long time ago that humans are obsolete because AI doesn't need to sleep or eat or have a house or temperature. And and people are scared that AI is going to take over. But if we can provide to people a way to look at their own vocal print and their own issues and take care of that, I think we have more of a chance of coming into our own power and staying into power about what our own needs are. And that's, that's my wish for the world. Mm, mm. 
Yeah, I see what you mean. Now, if we get super esoteric, which I'm sure, you know, it's not a, not a big surprise to you, <laughs> uh, is that there are beings that are humanoid that are grown in the lab. Um, they may or may not have a soul. Um, so potentially, theoretically, they could be remote controlled. I'm thinking if they were grown in a lab. I think they're trying that. And just to see what will happen. And I think it's happening. But I mentioned before that I see some of our leaders becoming very animalistic, that whoever's the biggest, baddest, meanest gets to be in charge and they forgot about the soul. Hmm. There is something called VMAT. And it um, what causes us to be um, empathetic hmm. to each other, causes us to respond and bond and it's vmat and it controls dopamine and serotonin okay. and that's one of the things that we see mathematically that's happening that that particular frequency is dropping out so there's less and less compassion and bonding going on when people get some of these diseases and uh, viruses and garbage that's going on People are losing their connection to one another. And I'd like to see that put back. And that's some of the articles that we've written to show people how to do that. Those are all on our Sound Health Options site. You can look at mathematically what has happened to people who are now very ill. Hmm. That's really fascinating. There seems to be almost like a split in that. Um, I hear you know, what you're saying, and at, at least on the you know, on the political realm or um, some of the people that are very prominent uh, in that we see on the news and things like that, they have this, this reality that that's happening. What I see in my neck of the woods that I deal pretty much almost primarily in people who are highly sensitive, um, but even those that are not, that are people that I know, um, that they're in general, this is prior, well, let me qualify that. This is prior to the shenanigans in 2020 to 20. Yeah. Anyway, so prior to that, what I was noticing was increased empathy. So even the non-empathy, generally non-sensitive people were actually sensing things that I would not expect them to sense or know. Like I'll give you an example. My dad, you know, older uh you know chinese background not exactly sensitive like they just weren't cultured that way right so eh, <laughs> don't expect much right from from that kind of culture but then he just started becoming much more sensitive and much you know talking about prayer and um just just really talking a different language like who is this man i mean it's a good thing it's a good thing i i, I enjoyed that and then another friend of mine who's just very analytical like he's a computer guy you know very analytical literally we were doing uh, kung fu together uh, one day and i used telepathy and because he was making an error and i just said to him in my mind i said hey you're dropping your right arm you know in the tansa now he had made that mistake before, so it's not like it was brand new. But I didn't expect him to respond because, you know, he's not on that frequency. You know what I mean? Like he's just very 3D, right? Great guy, but very 3D. Well, he corrected it and I stopped. I was like, oh my God. I said, you just heard me tel telepathically. He was like, okay. <laughs> I'm 
like, oh my, seriously, this is so cool. Because I just said to you telepathically, you're dropping your arm and you fixed it like in a, a couple of seconds. So the non-sensitive seemed to me that they were getting more sensitive, That's more cool. empathetic. So I'm curious about that difference that we're observing in the world. I wish I knew an answer. I would like to see his vocal print and see what has been enhanced. Mm. Yeah, maybe he's just hanging around me. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Well, Where? and there there are some, as, as you're probably aware, some TV shows, or if not all of them, um, are kind of like intel drops sometimes about what's really going on in the world lots of superhero shows lots of different shows even you know shows in the 80s like they just tell us what's actually happening but nobody believes that they think it's pretend right i certainly didn't think it was real and some of the um some of the shows like uh agents of shield at, at the sorry spoiler alert for you guys that are watching that series so just go la 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 as i speak about the what the the, the last you know the last um episode anyway so literally speaking the way they save the planet is to beam out empathy to the robot people or the you know the 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 army that is going to take over the world they literally humanize them they beam out the frequency because the metahumans can do that so they have special skills but they use tech to to beam it out really really loud so that everyone uh, can be targeted and they literally dropped their arms and you know they said are you friend or foe and the alien invasion just kind of went friends right and just dropped their arms and it was like wow I was crying I know I'm so sensitive <laughs> crying I was like oh my god the sensitive people are gonna you know heal the world so I, I believe you like you know there were definitely the people a lot of, like in the, on on tv right that I'm like I'll look and I'll go wow that person have a soul i'm not really sure let me test right like they just kind of look vacant and you know doing this thing and and like you said like the meanness and you know like this again but i think people are getting kind of tired of that at least the people that i you know hang out with we have a new site for people and we're giving away all kinds of graphs and posters and what you're talking about is the note of b it's a shade of blue and it causes people to be concerned about their fellow man. Mm -hmm. So can we create uh, blue and white, maybe the blue to make people empathetic, but the white to show them the purity of everything that's going on so they can go to our site. It's bioacousticsolutions.net and just go to classes and you can download some of those materials. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that is so neat. Now, if somebody goes and says, I want my voice print done, what, what's the actual process? Like what, what happens? Do they get, you know, a formula and how long do they keep it for, et cetera, et cetera? Well, it's mostly informational. So we stick a microphone in front of their face mm -hmm. and we ask them for 30 seconds of them talking about their dog or their living room or their broken heart. And it'll show you a picture of what, frequencies what notes are not there any longer and it'll mm -hmm. give you a chart of c is self c sharp is justice uh d is the love of information and exchange e is words f is uh kidneys and back and physically creating ideas mm -hmm. f sharps carrying out the ideas g is the physical part of it creating the home or the 
the farm or whatever, and A is managing it, and then B is a step to the next octave where they they go back to C again and create that octave higher and higher steps. But the note of B is empathetic. It's the uh, Mother Traces. Um, it's the sensitive people. The more you have that note of B, the more harmony and love that you want in your um, in your environment. You want balance. Whether where a C sharp person wants justice, interesting, and, a, and an E person wants to be heard, and an mm. F person wants to process and make the world better. So those are the things that we've gathered during the last forty years or so of trying to catch up with this and just looking at generalizations of this is what happens. And that's what we're trying to share with people. Free classes, free software, not all of it, just the beginning stuff to see if that's what you really want to do. We give you a free classes and uh, information and materials. Um, and I'm hoping that we'll end up having a bioacoustic center in every community. We started that idea when we did a big project on Parkinson's because mm -hmm. so many more people are experiencing Parkinson's than ever before. And we just wanted them to have help for their muscles. Mm. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, we know that some prominent people on social media have been able to institute uh, various different you know, healing centers, you know, like almost overnight, it seems. I know it's not overnight. Of course, it's never overnight, but it just seems like because of their reach, you know, they're able to create these healing centers and, and have their version of a med bed. It's not a med bed, but um, out there. And so there's definitely, you know, uh, desire, you know, out there for, for people to support things like this. But people have said to me, if it's free, what good is it? It's, well, that that's a common consciousness uh, thing, which is why sometimes, you know, when people ask, uh, you know, how come you don't have this for free? I said, well, I have a lot of things for free, uh, but I do believe in paying my staff a good wage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, some apps are not free. You know, Zoom is not free. I mean, there's a lot of things that that aren't free. And then what happens is, pe when it's free, people don't often respect it and they don't use it. So there's the double-edged sword. Well, we started very tiny. We'll give you this software so you can go see what nutrition you need or what muscles need support so that you can see if this is interesting to you, if it's mm -hmm. useful to you, so you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to get involved. We're trying to start this on the very um, basis of stick your toe in the water and let's see what it can do for you. Are you interested in who's lying to you? Who's telling the truth? Um, what muscles are going on, what your stem cells are doing, what your eyes are doing, uh, what allergies you have, how to stop all that. Are you interested in having a more optimal life? And that's what we're trying to put forth for people. Mm, okay. And so if they're like, hey, this is for me, um, I would like to receive the frequencies to help balance my body. Then what? Then what happens? Then how? How do they get that? Uh, get that to them? They can go to our soundhealthportal.com, and they can sign up for a guest or an apprentice, and that's where they get your starter um, software. And you can do nutrition and muscles, 
if you like that well enough, you can go to the next session, which is practitioner. All the tutorials are there to teach you to do it on your own. But then if you want access to our big database, like 300,000 um, genes and proteins and nutrients, if you want access to that and you want us to teach you how to use it, there are classes and a lot of them for professionals, we do it on their time schedule because we know they can't just take five days off of work and go sit in a class. So we try to do it in a couple hours at a time, teach them how to take a vocal plant, how to deal with it if it's wrong, how to take the um, frequencies out of it, how to look at the architecture, how to look at all the different templates. Like I just did a lady who had cancer and we have four or five different cancer um, programs. One cancer absolute, once they have cancer, um, looking at their biochemistry of cancer, um, absolute cancer. And in her case, I saw that she had a fault on arachidonic acid with hydrogen peroxide. And that creates cancer food, 5-H-E-T-E. And then from there, what keeps it going is, I think it's A-L-O-X-5. And it was all in her chart. And if we can take away that cancer food, we're ready to see if her cancer will go away. And what we do here is research and experiment on groups, a group of migraine, a group of Parkinson's, a group of Peyronie's disease, a group of whatever is going on, we see what is common, what's too high and what's too low. And we identify that. Then we provide the frequencies to people and we watch them and see what happens. Mm. Now, Kathy tells me that there's such uh, something called a tone box. So mm -hmm. the tone box can be tuned individually to a person and the tone box is analog, not digital. Uh, which is very different from getting frequencies from your phone. But I can imagine it it might be kind of challenging to keep sending the tone box back for a practitioner to, you know, change every time you need to change. How, how does that all work? We just met with engineers that will allow us a little SIM card that you can stick in your computer and you can change it online and put it back in your tone box. So that's what we're trying to create. Wow. That would be amazing. Yeah, because uh, I'm too lazy to send things back. It's hard enough to get me to the post office like once a month or something like that. Yeah, that's very exciting. And, and is there any benefit to using digital tones at all? Yes, uh, it okay. kills pathogens. We did a big project with chlamydia pneumonia and people in the local hospital that their heart sac was attacked with chlamydia pneumonia, a whole family. But here was the hard part of it. When we were doing this and we took the information to the hospital and said, hey, look what we did. And the guy stood up and, and it's like, so you're telling me how I can lose my stockholders money? And I thought, wrong door. Well, definitely wrong door. I'm actually shocked you even met that person. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think I think most me being retired medical doctor. I think most medical doctors want to do good in the world, but there are there you know that that are just business people, and there there are people there that are also there to keep the status quo. That's their job. That's the way our world is set up. It's money or fame or fortune or a gratitude, feel good about yourself. Why do you do what you do? 
Mm-hmm. I want to make the world a better place. And number one, I want to make the world a just place. Mm-hmm. That's my number one um, thing that I think about. Is this fair? Is it just? And that's probably why I work um, from eight in the morning till midnight every day, trying to help people who haven't been able to get any help from conventional medicine. And we say, these are reports. Take them back to your conventional medicine person and let's work on this to make it optimal for your life. Well, that's neat. Well, some of the things that you talked about that came out of the reports are things that a regular conventional medical doctor doesn't even really know about, you know, like certain genes or, you know, certain things that we just never were taught. You know, we're we're like, I don't know what to do with this information. It's just Um, math. Think about the idea. You take your car into the service station and plug it in and it says, oh, your carburetor or your air filter or whatever goes on. I want that for humans. You plug your voice in and it gives you back the information that allows you to be the best you can be. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Um, how long, if someone has a tone box that is custom for them, how long in general do they use that until knowing that they need to recheck their voice print or till say their pain goes away? Well, we give them a list of positive and negative reactions. I'll give you an idea. We had a little girl come in that could not read and she couldn't tell what a, a math was, what a math character was and we found out that she could not refract orange so we gave her the frequencies to refract the color orange and it was almost immediately that she could see all the pieces of a letter or a number and then we had another guy dr russ rudy who they said had ms he had a baclofen pump installed inside him for to give him pain relief wow and we looked at his voice and he said, I said, this is not MS. You've got a spine injury. And he denied it, but came back later and said, yes, it did happen. And it took from November to the next May to regrow his nerves from his waist down to his toes. That was like five months. The other girl was immediate. And there's everything in between. It just depends on what kind of a problem they have. Uh, how well I did using the sounds, how we can keep the sounds upgraded for what they need. So every case is different. Thank Mm. God. Okay. Well, lucky for me, I live pretty close to Kathy. So I literally could pop over to her place. Like, can you please do my toe box? (laughs) You know, and, and get that updated and and upgraded. Um, Now you have some on your, on your site where it's a tone box with preset frequencies. Can you tell us a bit about those and who those are for? Okay, well, one of the things that's almost universal, even with animals, is the frequency set for bone healing. And we can accelerate the mending of a bone. Hmm. Now, there's things like restless legs. People have restless legs for many different reasons, benzophotamine, pinched L4 and L5, uh, thiamine that is not working. So we made a series of um, frequencies that will, uh, I think there's 13 frequencies on that, which will hit on each one of those things. So it's a little tone box that is generic. 
We have another one for the back box. We have one for face muscles. We have one that works all of your muscles all night long if you want to play it. Um, we have one for gout because there's some things that are very consistent. Gout is very much dealing with inability to use pyruvate and lactic acid. So we know those frequencies. And so we put them on our record for getting rid of gout pain is 16 seconds. Mm, nice. So there are some things that are very consistent and then among humans and animals. And there's some things that are very different like migraines. Could it be from the weather, from hormones, from tension? What's going on with your migraine? So those things we have to individuate. But when, uh. we, when we found things that uh, work across the population, then we create a tone box for gotcha. people. Okay. Uh, have you noticed any like patterns that are common among people related to uh, lymph? Because uh, I was just uh, learning some things from um, somebody who was a specialist in lymphology. I didn't even know that was a thing. And uh, the, the professor was talking about how if you can get the lymph to flow really, really well and not have it, you know, immersing all the cells with the extra protein and the extra lymphatic fluid, that you could heal bone, you could heal all sorts of things much faster if you kept the, the dry state of the cells. And I'd never really heard of that, but I was like, oh, I'm, I'm interested. How do I, how do I am amplify the dry state in my body without necessarily jumping up and down a cellar sizer all the time? Have Kathy run you through something, a program called Glymph. Glymph. Yeah. Isn't that brain lymph? Um, there is brain glimpse, but it's about what happens at night when the body starts to pulse mm -hmm. and everything moves where it should and all the fluids go up or down. Occuporin has a lot to do with it. We can see how much occuporin you have in your system mm -hmm. to cause that um it's a vibration. It's a um, acuporin. Okay. I'm not familiar with when that. You, when you go into um, really deep sleep and you go into a vibrational state, then that's when the body begins to help clear itself. But one of the things we think we've noticed is this acuporin also is like the gossip of the body. So if your shoulder hurts and the acuporin from there goes to your neck, it'll send the message, okay, we need some more stuff over here. And it sends calcium to sort of assess the uh, whole situation so that your body really is a bunch of systems that communicate to heal themselves. Mm. Okay. All the pieces. Okay, yeah, that's kind of neat. Now, are there uh, certain discoveries you've made related to the uh, pandemic, COVID, you know, things like that? Yes, we put out our first um, papers about that in December of 2019. And we noticed that mathematically, it was going to interfere with the immune system through glutathione. It was going to interfere with um, fatigue through iron. So a lot of different papers that we have put out. We gave all the frequencies for spike proteins if people want to look and see if that's in their voice. And the antidotes, we gave all the antidotes out to people 
it's too important for one person to sit on it and say, you have to pay me for it. We want to give it to everybody. Oh, neat. So if, if somebody has long COVID, uh, would they benefit from those, those frequencies you've mapped out? They may. Looking at niacin is one of the frequencies that help with that. But you're looking at, at things like graphic oxide, which is accumulating. But everybody's different. And we wrote a program. It's the biggest program we wrote. Mm. And it's called Subsequent Factors. And it's everything that could ha happen to you based on that and where your body is vulnerable. So go to the soundhealthportal.com and ask them to run you through the subsequent factors. It'll look at fatigue. It'll look at immune. It'll look at circulation, the vascular system, your eyes, um, sinuses, cough, whatever is going on in your body. It will identify it, give you a printout. And then you can work with your wellness provider to do something about it. Oh, that's cool. Well, you know, my, my mom has been suffering from um, what she calls webbed feet, meaning that she has felt ever since the, a back injury where she tried to lift somebody very heavy off the floor of, you know, the, the bathroom on a cruise ship. <laughs> she was trying to be helpful. Um, somehow she tweaked her back um, ever since then, even though her back doesn't hurt at all, she's had numb feet, both feet have been numb and she's had nerve conduction studies which said they're normal, right? Uh, so nobody can explain why she still has numb feet and she has difficulty with feeling the floor and is uh, at risk for falls. Um, and she used to be a ballroom dancer. So if I record her voice print when I go visit her in a couple of weeks, um, is there a particular program I should run her through? I don't know if they have it up yet, but sciatica is the one that sometimes causes numb feet and legs and pain. So ask them to run her through sciatica. And does the front of her thighs um, hurt or the back? Mm, you know, she has some knee pain that's a sudden uh, not related necessarily timing wise to the numb feet, but occasionally she'll get a jab, you know, feeling in the knee. And I've had that too. Uh, and you know, her and I sometimes have swollen knees from various different things. Uh, we probably shouldn't eat cheese. <laughs> uh, Asians aren't so good with cheese. So, and, and it definitely is worse in damp weather, um, according to both of us. Um, and the better I am with my food combining diet, the less I tend to have this particular symptom. So I can actually do CrossFit and do some pretty hard stuff, but the knee sometimes gets swollen I, and her knee does get swollen and has this sudden sharp jab from time to time. It may or may not be related to the numb feet. The frequencies of the knee are the same frequencies as some of the muscles of the heart. And if your knee is giving you trouble, I would certainly combine it with the template for the heart and see what's going on there. The body is so incredibly redundant. Yes, that's a good one. Redundancy. That's fascinating. And what about people that maybe have uh, have received an inoculation um, that they feel they personally may have been harmed from? Um, is there help for them? Yes. Go on the Sound Health portal and look at the 300 databases there that they could choose, or if it's not listed, you could write it in because they ask you, what do you want us to look for? So subsequent factors, a cellular inflammation is a big one. 
it's got the Yamanaka factors in it for regeneration of your muscles. And we're seeing that with some of the jibby-jab complaints. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, see, uh, you know, my and what we do, I, um, I had some clients that had uh, really didn't think to ask me whether or not I thought it was a good idea. This is way back when at the very beginning, right? And I'd find out that um, they had the inoculation that's, that they didn't need. Um, and so I, I actually measured their immune system before and, and then 48 hours after, 72 hours after, you know, and that kind of thing. And I was actually quite surprised, shocked, if you will, at uh, the immune system happiness, if you will, or balance going down 20 points almost immediately. It, did, it took some doing, you know, to get it back up there. Uh, but I was like, wow, that's a lot, you know, 20 points like in their immune balance. Um, it was very concerning to me. We have computer programs that we can put in arsenic and then put in your vocal print and see what arsenic would do to your vocal print. Mm -hmm. So in some, we have the frequencies for the genes and the proteins and we can run your vocal print against that and see what's going to be stressed. And it's all online for people and it's free uh, to an extent. I think you get the first two weeks for free and then I think it's like $20 a month um, for the rest of the time. But we're trying to make it inexpensive because we see such a hit on people's health right yeah. now. We really need to help people bring this through. I said before, I think this is the medicine of the future. I want it to be in everybody's home and available to everybody. I know Big Pharma probably doesn't want that idea to unfold, but I think it's our right to have it. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Well, last couple of questions before we close for today. And Sherry, thank you so much for being here. And for those listening in or watching, we have all of Sherry's links down below in the show notes, whether that's the audio version of this or the video version of this. So Sherry, there's there's some concepts and, and, and you know, Kathy and I share this awareness as well. Like, like for example, um, you know, the, the germ theory does not actually seem to be real. Like it's a theory. And um, the train theory is now coming up more and more about the environment and how you treat your body, that kind of thing. So how is it that we're testing for infection when, you know, in German New Medicine, for example, uh, sometimes the fungus or the bacteria or whatever are actually helpful. They're actually perceived as harmful because of the germ theory, but they may actually be helpful in getting rid of the debris in the body. So what's your, you know, thoughts on, on that? I'm not a medical person, but I'm going to go with what your vocal print tells me, no matter what the correlates are to those frequencies. If this is too high, I'm going to bring it down into normal. If this is too low, I'm going to bring it up and to the rest of the voice and balance the voice unto itself. I don't care what it relates to. The voice needs to be balanced. Gotcha. Like, right. And so like, we can label it something, but that's yeah. something, if that is, you know, one person says, well, that's not real. The other person says, well, yes, it is. Uh, but what you're saying is that if the voice is in balance, we can balance it. And it doesn't really matter what the name of that thing is. You know, it's like sour notes in a song. We just mm -hmm. want to get rid of the sour notes. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so I've last question is just curious, Sherry. So when you're on these interviews or you're talking to somebody, 
does your mind automatically start like analyzing people's voice prints or do, can you shut that off now that you have the computers helping you out? <laughs> it is hard to shut off, but in your case, you have a lot of really foundational notes, um, strong notes that go together in balance. And we would call, we would see them as red on your vocal print. And it, it means that you have a strong foundation you know where you want to go you want to know you want to put all the pieces together and you want all that for everybody hmm. yeah. there's very little ego in what you're saying oh thanks <laughs> that's good to know I work at that <laughs> uh Sherry it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show today I know it's long awaited you know we, we've been wanting to have you on light warrior radio for a very long time really huge appreciation for all the work, all the time, all the hours, all the years in the research that you've been doing. And I'm just so glad that my, my bestie, Kathy Homeyer, connected me with you, told me about your work. Um, and I think all of our lay medicine community is just thrilled to be able to learn from you and your team. So thank you, thank you, thank you. It is great to be with somebody so knowledgeable. <laughs> well, bless you, Sherry, and thanks everyone in the Light Medicine community and Light Warrior Network and wherever you are. Um, if you are on YouTube, go ahead and click subscribe so you can check out all of our Light Warrior Radio podcasts and more. So until next time, big love to everyone. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you. Bye, everyone.